Whatever your preference is, I don't care. This is Cage's Kiss, and we are, presumably, the ultimate Nick Cage podcast, where each week we pay money, I don't know why, to watch his movies and discuss his life somehow, and his talents, and why he is a national treasure, as well as gleaming whatever wisdom we can in little tiny kernels that didn't pop in the microwave after three minutes, and it's going to smell really funny when you eat that popcorn. <laughs> My name is Donnie, and I'm an expert jaguar hunter, I tell you what. <laughs> My name is Slenda, uh, but this week you can call me... The Phantasmagato. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Donnie, I am so happy that you're being sensitive to people's um, uh, daytime orientation. Daytime? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's a new leaf for you, and I really appreciate it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm progressively forward. Thank you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we have no adrian this week we are adrian free um <laughs> we we shampooed him out um but we do have an amazing special guest that i am am totally honored to have with us uh do you care to introduce yourself yes i am uh my name is kiara williams um and uh i'm sorry i can't be on this episode everyone uh it's the Cage Kiss podcast. A long time ago, Canada thought it was the podcast of the devils. To protect their families, they offered you all Nicolas Cage movies because us Canadians needed human sacrifices. To please our PM, along with maple syrup and snow. Don't ask. You guys hunt down all these Cage movies, eating you alive. Now I know I could have told you this weeks ago. But it's better at the last minute because you could only pay me so much for a few. Lo- Hold on a minute. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm. I'm not getting paid. Well, at least I. Well, at least I got to watch this movie Uh-oh. that about Richard Gere believing Edward Norton did not murder that arch- archbishop. Uh, Wait, hold uh-oh. on. Oh, Wait. Uh, um. Uh. <laughs> uh yeah, I that's. Watch uh... that movie. Wait. Um... What? What is it? Primal. Primal. That Netflix show. <laughs> wait, n- wait, hold on. Nicolas Cage and animals? Hold on. Do they at least uh, talk? No? Well, uh, at least no. it's better than Robert Downey Jr.'s Dr. Doolittle. Oh, uh, well. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was like, eh. I mean, saying it's better, but that's the stretch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of <laughs> Listen, I've watched this movie twice already. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, it's okay because like I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Like when I what I, are you making fun of Canadians? I'm sorry. <laughs> are you doing a goofy impression while being Canadian at the same time? No. <laughs> Damn it, Donnie. <laughs> I said I'm sorry. Oh, God, there you go again. <laughs> D- 
damn it, chill out. What's this all about, Donnie? <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to drink some maple syrup? <laughs> oh, <yes. laughs> we're gonna take shots on right now. Let's do it. <laughs> I'm sorry, I will drink a liter. <laughs> Rocky. <laughs> what the hell are we doing today, Donnie? <laughs> we're discussing our native uh, upperclassmen. That's what we're doing. But we're also okay. talking about a movie called Primal, which really... I, I'm sorry it exists. I really am. Oh my! This is sad. This is a really, really sad movie. You know, it's, I actually watched it with uh, Carlo, and he said it best. He said, "Is it a a, a terrible movie? No. Is it mm-hmm. a great movie? No. <laughs> like, is it watchable? Yeah, I guess." Mm. I mean, yes. yeah, like here's like I said before, I watched this movie twice and the second like I watched this movie the first time I watched it it was like months ago, like about two and a half months ago and then like even then I was like this is so paint by the numbers and so low octane, but at least I'm watching it. And then the second time which was like the day before we're recording this right now, I almost fell asleep. <laughs> That's that's respectable. Yeah. Like I almost fell asleep. I'm like, oh god, I can barely get my eyes open. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's also. it's one of those movies where like you see everything uh, coming, everything, and mm. like very heavy foreshadowing. Like uh, the trank dart works in 30 minutes. Uh, the animals haven't been fed in 11 hours. The mama monkey will rip off your face if you pose a threat to her baby. <laughs> <laughs> that was true, though. <laughs> yeah, I, well, I did love that. <laughs> yeah. Well, that last one happens in Canada with people anyway, so that didn't really surprise me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, that and I, I have in my notes, like, I got... I, I was telling Carlo, I was like, I got five bucks that says he ends up naming the parrot Einstein. Whoop, mm. very close. <laughs> oh, God, that's right. Oh, God. Yeah, because to name it means that you're invested in it. and <laughs> That makes it human, and then you care about it. Yes. And, yet, and, yet he still, and yet he still has the bird with him on the yeah. boat. Yes, Yeah. <laughs> The bird that doesn't like guns. <laughs> oh, also, I I told Carlo, I was like, okay, so that kid's dad, he's going to get injured. He won't die, but he's going to get injured. And the kid's going to be fine. And sure enough, the, the kid's dad gets bit by a snake. So I was like, well, there's that. <laughs> done and done. This was almost a snakes on the plane with Nick Cage, except it was on a boat. <laughs> Yes. So it's pretty it's pretty much like speed two except less mm-hmm. boring. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and oh. with all the CGI CGI animals. You mean oh. Bullock? <laughs> oh. Hey, 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 hey. That is cheap. She can act. I thought I thought you were going for what's his name? Jason Patrick. I thought you were oh, going for God. Jason Patrick. Oh, Sandra God. Bullock is a human person. <laughs> That's, yeah, I guess. That's debatable. She's a saint. 
<laughs> I mean, here's the thing. Compared to Jason Patrick. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'll take that <laughs> argument. <laughs> Jason Patrick is like Ray Liotta if he had like no charisma. charisma. Right? I would say, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. man, I never thought about it until you said that, and it's like, God, yes, that's perfect. <laughs> like that is TV's him. That's what really it should say. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it should say in IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> but um, oh yeah, okay. So Donnie, do you want to summarize the movie since you're hosting? Well, oh, I thought you were going to say well-versed in it, because I, yeah, I've seen this twice <laughs> now, too, and both times I've just not cared. <laughs> but, um, mm-hmm. the movie is entirely summed up in its very opening where Nick Cage is eating who knows what out of a labelless tin can, looking at a real estate magazine Smoke while a smoking a cigar and apparently... Jaguars who are known for having very acute sense of smells don't smell yeah. cigars. <laughs> and they just don't too. care about noise whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> and they're also CGI little puppies. But so, you forgot that he's baiting in a tree. Well, yeah, he is <laughs> oh baiting in God. a tree. Oh my Which again God. sums up this entire movie. <laughs> Nick Cage looking at real estate, baiting in a tree, smoking a cigar, waiting for his payday. That's primal. <laughs> oh my I, God, yes. I thought you were I thought that was Nicolas Cage's later career in general. Yeah, <laughs> yes, that's what we're yeah. in right now. I'd say he's so. just coasting by. He's like, oh, another movie? All right, sure. As soon as the check clears. Um, this isn't going to be in the theaters. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I, this is my first rodeo. But yeah, he, uh, he captures an elusive white jaguar and they bring it on board a ship with a assassin Why's who's being be transported. Why not? <laughs> it's transparent, Linda. Yeah. It's, it's the phantasm cat. On this boat. Because... What could possibly go wrong when you have normal people and a hunter and an assassin uh-huh. on a boat? Everything goes wrong. All it's missing is the Lonely Island singing I'm on a boat. Yes. yes. Yeah. With T-Pain. Yes. <laughs> he could have been and, the show. And uh, Nicolas Cage is, uh, captures this animal. And how much are they going to be paying him? A million dollars. Who is going to be paying? Who who is going to be paying this? A zoo. No, no, a zoo. No, no name. A zoo is going to. I can actually see a rich person paying of this amount of money, but a zoo, a zoo, really? Maybe Mike Tyson. Like, I can totally see Mike Tyson buying the the, the phantasm cat. <laughs> exactly, somebody stupid rich, but a zoo. Oh, Baskin's lady. I mean, she's in those records and <laughs> that lady that killed her husband. <laughs> yeah, that lady what killed her husband in her zoo. <laughs> yeah, even like even the Tiger King is more believable than like a zoo paying somebody a million dollars. Oh, and then, um, what's her name? Uh, Dr. Jane. Um, she says that her dad worked at the, uh, San Diego zoo, but that never, ever comes back. 
No. I was thinking like, oh, well, that's going to help her survive when the the animals eventually get out. No, no, no. It had nothing to do with the plot whatsoever. No, and I, I did. Yeah. Go ahead. I actually <laughs> thought that the doctor would actually have some weapon uh, training and oh. some weaponry. Mm-hmm. Yes. Like, yeah, I thought so, and that's and that's that's why I like wrote down my um uh, my alternate um, actors, which I'll get to later. Because like Ooh. I like honestly, I don't know why you put in a person, an actress from the X Men, and not mm-hmm. have her do anything. Yeah. Right? Yeah, she was just there to get like to get caught and to be used as uh, as bait right. for him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, bait for another person who was in the X Men movie. Yes, <laughs> it's just yeah, it's just sadly being eye candy in the movie, and it's really really sad because they could have used a lot more of her potential in that. But well, we were wondering in the beginning if they were trying to make her look ethnic with oh. all the, like the stupid <laughs> filters because I fucking hated yeah. the the light filters. I hated it so bad. But like in the beginning. Like she's she's got this like tan or something, but then they also have the light filter that makes her look ethnic. And Carla was so con- uh, so uh, believing that she would that they were trying to pass her off as Hispanic. Yeah. <laughs> like mm. like later she speaks Spanish, and Carlo's like, see. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He was like, okay, check out the eyebrows, check out the stupid Spanish. <laughs> like, like they're trying to make this lady look Hispanic. I didn't I, notice I know. that. I honestly didn't notice that. It, but that explains the really black dyed hair. It really does. Yes. Yeah. It, it's one of those, the first time I didn't really notice it, but the second time I did, cause I'm like, wait a minute. I thought she was Latino. And it's like, no, no, she's not it's like, Okay, I gotta dive into this. And I was like, what, <laughs> what's going on here? And I did see that, yeah, they had been using different filters for her scenes. I'm just like, why why are you doing that? It's like, is that a thing? Cause that seems not, but okay, whatever. I don't I, I don't care about a lot of things in this movie. I really, really don't. But when you start <laughs> focusing in on little tiny details like this, like even the fact that and I'm not saying this is anything bad toward her, but she she kind of looked like maybe she had some work done because her face was really oh, yeah. puffy for some reason. And it just kind of stood out to me. And it's like, I didn't want to be bad talking her, but her face just kind of looked a little poofed. And I'm not sure why. <laughs> well, she went to the doctor and said, I'd like the poofed look, please. Yes, yeah, she <laughs> wants to look like a freaking husky, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> But well, I'm not gonna call her a pug and say they smashed a plate on her face and just pushed her face in and had her spit her tongue out. That's Which, what I mean, the if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're honest, that's what pugs look like. So, oh my come god, at me. <laughs> I'm sorry, all freaks, pugs. Okay, I'm sorry. I don't I trust them, pretty, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, but while we were kind of talking about uh, uh, Marvel movies, uh, oh. I was thinking while watching this, I was thinking, I, I want to start a campaign to get Cage to play Craven. <laughs> like, I want this so badly, but I want him to be like a fat Craven. 
<laughs> wear that fur vest with his gut hanging out. Like, I really want this so bad. Well, he's partway there in this movie because there are some shots where you can see his, like, he's getting a little doughy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not John Travolta doughy, but it's getting there. No. No. I honestly laughed so hard the second, well, first and second time I watched this when he said that he was getting paid a million dollars for this. And I'm just like, that is like, it just immediately reminded me of Dr. Evil, where it's like the most generic thing to say. It's like a million dollars. Like, really? That's, that's all? It's like, what? I, five million? <laughs> like, okay, sure, I guess. But it's just like, it's so generic. It's like, Rich man is going to play, pay me a million. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, a zoo is going to pay him a million dollars for yeah. a uh, ghost a cat yeah, without any papers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Just take our word for it. Yes. <laughs> Wink. Just bring it. Bring the cougar around or the jaguar around to the back of the zoo. That's that's how you do those deals. <laughs> but I, I'm sorry, Donnie. I believe I I interrupted you while you were trying to explain the movie. So no, that was I, the entire opening. Explain the movie. It's just okay. Nick Cage collecting a paycheck Explains with a CGI clear. jaguar. I mean, <laughs> they're they're all on a boat, and an assassin is there who's super clever because he has a lot of comebacks, and apparently that makes him really witty. But he's okay. not. That uh, that guy is Richard Loeffler. His uh, he was played by Kevin Durand. And I was yeah. wondering where I'd seen him before. Um, he's uh, Vasily from uh, from the uh, the Strain, also known as yep. the Rat Catcher. Um, <laughs> he was also in, um, as Kara was saying earlier, uh, he was in uh, X Men movies uh, as Fred Dukes. um, he was also in wild hogs robin hood i am number four and uh i i don't know i find him utterly delightful and i feel like he is um he's the next nicholas cage because he's kind of given you know a nicholas cage performance in this he was the most hammiest of hams from hammington hamabama right down to i was just yeah Right mm-hmm. down to his painted hairline. Yes. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> Why? See, it was I'm all I could look for. It was all I could see. <laughs> it was. <laughs> I'm saying it's a, it's a very cage performance. <laughs> you can't say that all you want. <laughs> <laughs> Except instead of the the wig, he's got the painted on hairline. Apparently, <laughs> it's like Steven Seagal levels of painted on hairlines. Like, oh my goodness! Honestly, I mean, now you're saying this, Linda, and you're saying that he is like the next Cage because you introduced us last night to the Toast of London. I'm just oh, yeah. thinking of the guy having a face transplant done where he looks like Nicolas Cage, but it's like <laughs> the face from the vampire's kiss where he's got the bulging eyes and wide smile, and that's the only face he's stuck with. And <laughs> every movie he does, that's just going to be the face you get with this man. <laughs> oh, I can't 
can't wait to see the rom-com that he's in. (laughs) (laughs) Well, it'll be funny. Like, rom-com would probably, he'd be really good in 500 Days of Summer because it's really a creepy movie. (laughs) Yes. I agree. (laughs) Oh, it's so... This movie made no money. Um, actually, oh. see, I was just going to explain that it was, um, this movie is, um, okay. So yeah, he catches the, uh, the white Jaguar, which the, uh, the, the locals will not help him transport it because they said that it, it protects their people. Um, and back in the day they used to give it sacrifices, human sacrifices, uh, to keep protecting them. And and that never ever comes back up. Um. <laughs> and and the fact that they're telling Nicolas Cage about this after he catches the jaguar, <laughs> yeah. not before, after, after. Like if it was okay, before, I'd be like, yeah. You. If it was before, I'd be like, Nicolas Cage would have been like, yeah, I don't care, I'm going for it. And they're like going yeah. to like beg him to like not catch this thing. So yeah, it's kind of weird. <laughs> yeah, uh, the guy need like we only have so much money, so we're only going to give one of you like six lines, and we're just going to take you <laughs> off to the plot. Yes, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, and so he's uh, transporting all these animals on uh, the ship, and uh oh, they he finds out that they're also transporting a very dangerous criminal that was trained by the uh nsa was he yeah he was a trained assassin and um nothing could possibly go wrong except it does (laughs) Uh, by dumb by the dumbest of ways (laughs) okay this plot like this whole thing could have actually like been avoided if they got on another boat Mm-hmm. At least, yes. Or everybody had trank guns. The people protecting him had trank one guns. So when he went to a seizure, they could just shoot him, and he yes. would just like be out for the entirety. Like they could have just tranked him when they were on the boat. Like I know there was that whole hand waving, like he can't be on a plane or something because it would probably kill him. But he's going to get. He's gonna even if he like makes it throughout this movie and goes on trial. He is probably going to get the death sentence, so it doesn't really yeah. matter. It really doesn't, actually, when you put it that way. Like, may as well. May as well just kill him. Um, but no, he fakes a seizure, and uh, one of the dumbass guards <laughs> masterfully, is like, masterfully fakes a seizure. We gotta force his mouth open so he breathes. Because <laughs> like, I can't breathe through his nose. For reasons, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they could. I mean, they could have just waited for the doctor because she was on her way. Yes, we have to breathe for him, but he has a nose. Noses are for blowing. (laughs) (laughs) So he bites the fingers of the guy who tries to force his mouth open. And then the guy comes in with like a an AK whatever and it's like, I know what to do. 
<laughs> I'll revive you with bullets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the He's... second guy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> what what could possibly uh, resolve a, a seizure? Bullets. <laughs> yes, exactly. See, you got it. Well, I like to think that he was in the seizure and he just snapped out of it just in time for them to open it, kill one guy, and then kill the other, and they'd be like, hey, I have an idea. Let me drag this other guy into another area, stand mm-hmm. him up, close the door, and then walk <laughs> away. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of that in this. <laughs> I was like, oh, hey, how are you? Oh, I'm pretty good. Who are you? Oh, I'm the ship's engineer. I'm going to tell you how these engines work. Oh, that's really neat. I'm going to kill you. What? Nothing? <laughs> <laughs> He's got a flair for the dramatic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Um, he could make a was... very second-tier Joker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh. Also, his uh, IMDb profile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, surprise, surprise, he releases most of the animals, um, and they somehow don't attack him. Yeah. Um, and all the monkeys go to the kitchen, uh, and <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, once they find out that he's uh, he's uh, escaped. The uh, chef goes in the kitchen and locks himself in. He's like, ha, 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 I'm going to be in my kitchen, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) This means so much to me. I need to be here so I can make some top ramen. (laughs) uh Uh-oh, there are monkeys in there. (laughs) I was so rooting for the monkeys in that... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that scene, I was like, get him, get the fuck. I mean, it was pretty hysterical. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> like, oh my god, the monkeys, get them off my face. <laughs> they told you about this. <laughs> That's the the uh, phrase more fun than a kitchen full of monkeys. <laughs> like, ripping some guy's face off. <laughs> several several of these characters just need to get their priority straight. I mean, yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, sure, the people who were, who were protecting the criminal were assholes, but they at least were like, okay, listen, this is a dangerous criminal we have here. Why don't we just stick together and not split apart? And what does the chef do? Go to the kitchen and uh, get killed by monkeys. Yeah. Because, you know, the yeah. chef just wants to, like, make something even though everybody's in danger. Everybody's in jail. Everybody here in the ship is in danger. I think food is the last thing on everybody's mind. Yes. Yeah, it's like, but I need to be in my kitchen. This is my safe place. <laughs> Maybe that's where he hides the good stuff. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, so then, uh, let's see. Okay, uh, Cage starts off as an annoying white hunter guy. Um, and then, uh oh. An annoying white hunter guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then you find, like, there's this beautiful dialogue of, are you a good man? No, but I'm a hunter. <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. Wait, don't close the door. Answer the question. Don't close. Hey, hey. Oh, mother. Oh, God damn it. Son of a bitch. This guy just does not get it. 
<laughs> yeah, he um, he has a run-in with the bad guy, Loeffler, and he tells him, um, he says that he'll uh, give him half of the white cat. And my question is, <laughs> what half? The ass half? <laughs> no, straight down the middle. Like the face will be straight down the middle. Meanwhile, the jackers like what? Five hundred thousand dollars each <laughs> goes to the zoo. Well, here you go. <laughs> the hardest part to split is the tail. <laughs> Just don't oh. give me the ass up. <laughs> Here's the ass of a, of a white jackfur. <laughs> How much are you going to give me for it? <laughs> Two million dollars. <laughs> it's worth more now. <laughs> yeah. We are bankrupt. And it turns out, it turns out the zoo is owned by Matt Damon. There you go. <laughs> We bought a zoo where we chewing on his gum, going, "Hey, what you guys got there?" (laughs) A secret, a secret sequel to "We Bought a Zoo" in (laughs) subtitles. Please help us; we're broke. (laughs) All we can afford are animal asses. (laughs) Come on, guys, bring that jaguar in. We'll just stitch him right up. Come on. And a special appearance by the Tiger King. Yes. <laughs> and a CGI Ben Affleck as the Jaguar. <laughs> you had it all along. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, Matt and Nicolas Cage, do you bleed? I can't do I I can't tell. I'm looking at my ass end. My, only my ass end is can see. Nick Cage is the ass hunter. <laughs> it's not what you think. Available only on Pornhub. I'd pay to see it, whatever. <laughs> but I was thinking toward the end of it, I was thinking... Uh, cause one time, like, okay, he, the Loeffler catches him again and like he, or he, he kicks his ass, he catches him and he like, uh, puts him in the, the cage and like rigs him up. So he's like, I don't know, uh, pulling on his wrists and his yeah. throat against the bar with rope. And um, he's asking him where, where he took his, uh, his navigation map. And um, he, I think Cage says something like he can't die or something like that. I can't remember. But I was thinking, how fucking cool would it be if, like, they were just like, and now he's a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been awesome. It's like, now they got to deal with vampires on top of this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like, I'm sorry. It, it turned into like that George Clooney Quentin Tarantino movie, like yes, where it's a regular. Wrong. Yeah, it turns into like it halfway through. It just turns into this vampire movie, and it's awesome. 
And Nicolas Cage is just killing all the bad guys. Yes. And then but a he, final Shyamalan twist is you get a hole in the ship, and then suddenly there's <laughs> sharks flooding through the ship. And then LL Cool J just goes up to the water and goes... <laughs> Like, I know what to do in this situation. <laughs> Somebody can't be Sam Jackson. Oh, what's that? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's why the parrot's there, because they cut out him from that scene, and it was going to tie into Deep Blue Sea, because he had the parrot with him as a cook. And, oh, it would have made sense. would have made so much more sense. The uh, biggest mistake you made was letting it become nighttime. <laughs> who is the hunter yes, as they sail into Alaska and it begins the month long night oh my god hey guys I think we just fixed the movie <laughs> yeah oh, we, pro- we could do some cocaine with Nick and then we could say no we're bringing in the aliens and predators because they're out in the arctic now <laughs> They've got a Mayan temple that was built for aliens, so why not? <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, what else can we add? <laughs> I mean, I think we didn't, I I don't think we fixed it or we broke it, but made it a lot more tolerable. Yes. yes. <laughs> and there's the character who I, I guess is Jamaican, Jerome. And yeah. like, they, he gets one fucking line in the whole thing. Um, the other engine guy says something like, well, we're going to have to uh, call the the National Guard. And Jerome says something about like the, the name they run from. But they <laughs> drop it from there. And so like my question is, what's the fucking name? Is it Carrot Top? Are uh, they apparently nobody Carrot cared. Top? It's like he was trying to lay down some lore, and they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, but, but you guys, uh, guy with a gun, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think I think they only put, did like put those lines in because they were hoping for some sequel setups. Yeah, oh, yeah. Like maybe that's they're possible. The assassin lives, and they're taking him away on a helicopter, and he takes over the helicopter and crashes on Skull Island. <laughs> <laughs> just a mile away just up. just a mile away from the island from lost yeah <laughs> the island of dr so moreau and oh god shows up he's like looks like hunting season just started <laughs> and no then he sees blood. and then he sees marlon brandon when he's like i'm going back in the water <laughs> <laughs> i'm going back where i came Dick Loeffler is Vampire Assassin. <laughs> hey, that's already a movie. <laughs> oh, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> of course it is. Damn it. Um, I was wondering when he was looking for the the white jaguar, did he even try to do the here? Giddy, 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 giddy. <laughs> like, did he try at all? It's effective. <laughs> like, I don't know if any of you have watched the show Community. But oh, yeah. uh, there was that uh, episode where Abed is like doing Nicolas Cage movies because he watched too yes, many Nicolas yes. Cage movies. And maybe maybe at one point Nicolas Cage could have just improved him becoming a cat. He's like, I'm a cat. I'm a sexy cat. And the cat is just legitimately looking at him confused and backing away slowly, like really terrified. Like, OK, you're messed up. 
I'm supposed to be the crazy one, but you're messed up. He's just rolling on the ground. Oh, meow, meow. And the jackass like, is on the guy's don't kid. notice me. <laughs> Why the jackass into my leg. I'm a cat now. <laughs> The the jaguar is slowly like backing into its cage, just and then slowly closing the cage. It's like, please don't even look at me. And that's why he's a professional hunter. He's <laughs> like, nah, another successful catch. And I like to think that while he's doing the cat noises. Um, Kevin Durant is turning the corner. He's seeing all this with a gun in his hand, and he's just also backing away slowly, like, no, oh, no. Nope. I actually thought you were gonna go the other way and say he was very aroused. <laughs> you are a sexy kid. <laughs> That's good. So then you what? You have him sitting on a throne stroking Nicolas Cage's ear and he's just next to him. <laughs> oh, God. I'm the Jaguar, too. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Place Nicolas Cage with the MGM lion doing the <laughs> I'm the booty hunter. And that... And that is how MGM lost two billion dollars that year. <laughs> that was the day MGM died. <laughs> oh, so yeah, this uh, it was directed and write it, uh, written. Well, excuse me, is directed by Nick Powell, written by Richard Later. Who um, I couldn't really find anything of note uh, from them, but the budget was nine million dollars. Where did it go? <laughs> into the CGI to Nick Cage. Yeah. <laughs> Nick Cage was probably paid a million dollars. So where's the other eight million? Yeah. <laughs> CGI kitties. <laughs> yes, CGI kitties on a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the but the worldwide uh, gross was eighty four point six thousand dollars. You scared me with that number. I know. You scared me with that number. This was almost gonna beat out Avengers Endgame. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say million. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it was very. It made all the money. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's um what is that? It's it's kind of early for me. What was that like not even 10% of its money back? Oh, like Jesus. No. Yeah, it it bombed pretty goddamn hard. Um and um I am delighted to say though that it was filmed in Puerto Rico. <laughs> but yeah, that's the only delightful part. <laughs> oh, so boy. yeah. Bombed pretty hard. Did not go in the theaters. It was just direct to uh, streaming. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I It made me question a lot of my life choices. Like, um, besides this podcast. Um, like, Ouch. Why, <laughs> why don't I carry a bag with a snake? I mean, that seemed really handy. It is accessory. <laughs> you, you know, you can do it. <laughs> If people just keep stomping it, the venomous snake will go away, right? 
<laughs> Unless that snake was Ka from the Jungle Book. Yeah. <laughs> well, why not even Robin Hood? The movie that made all the furries. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is that why I have that movie on DVD? It could be why many of us do. <laughs> I, I'm willing to bet that 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 had a pivotal moment in uh, Adrian's life. But uh, I, I got you know there were, I found an article uh, a long time ago about why women find uh, find the uh, Robin Hood character Fox character so sexy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just like, what the, huh? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Yep. Yep. Exactly. We're in agreement. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like, oh my goodness. <laughs> He's that Robin Hood is right up there with um, Carrie Elway's oh, as yes. sexiest, sexiest Robin Hood. Yes, <laughs> because he also had a British accent. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> and uh, speaking speaking of Robin Hood, I remember like when Alan Rickman died, and I was at oh, my yeah. friend's house. I was at my friend's house, and we were talking a bit. And his mom's like, "Hey, did you hear that uh, Alan Rickman died?" And we're like, "Oh yeah, we have." And I was like, why don't we watch Robin Hood? I'm like, no, we don't want to watch Robin Hood with uh, uh, Alan Rickman. He's like, why not? Because nobody wants to watch Remember Kevin Costner as Robin Hood. Not even <laughs> no. Kevin Costner. True. Not true. even Kevin Costner. <laughs> it's very true. <laughs> like, oh, I was just wondering where the hell he went. Just yes, uh, like a, actually yesterday, I was wondering where the hell he went. I haven't oh, seen him in around. anything. Well, I think yeah. he was like Uncle uh, Benjamin or something, and what's it? Um, uh, Spider Man. The last time I saw him, he's Ben. Well, he was also um, Superman's adopted dad in the Superman. Oh, no, that's it. Oh, okay, not Spider Man. Yeah. I, w- I was like, wait, he's in Spider Man? No, <laughs> oh, thankfully. Oh he's, no, that's yeah. right. Yeah, because he was oh. at that point where he got sucked up by the tornado, and Superman's like, "Hey, I need to help people because that's why I'm here." And he's just like, "Don't." <laughs> he's like, "Just, <laughs> just let it happen." <laughs> like, your mom is a raging bitch. I need this. <laughs> like, All right, sure thing. <laughs> anyway, it's been real. It's been fun. Goodbye. Just that's been in the Snyder's cut. Everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. So uh, did, did you guys have anything else to add or did you want to move on to? Um, uh, oh, I don't really I'm, have anything for my segment. I'm, I'm just wondering what would happen if this movie what came, came out in theaters. What would happen? Um, Mass rioting or <laughs> cats and dogs living together in peace or um, limited theaters in third rate theaters. It could have been like the number one film in Nova Scotia for all we know. I mean, <laughs> it could have saved some economies. Maybe I don't. Maybe we don't I'd know. I'd like to apologize for my brother to Nova Scotia. <laughs> don't apologize. <laughs> I am fine with the people of Nova Scotia. <laughs> oh, just fine now, huh? <laughs> <laughs> I never had a beef with them in the first place. <laughs> Oh, what's Canadians have? There you go. I am fine with the Donair. Thank you very much. 
Some of I, my best friends are from Nova Scotia. <laughs> we, the rest of Canada have beef with uh, Nova Scotia. It involved $500,000, some maple syrup, and a polar bear. Legally, <laughs> legally, we are not allowed to say what happened or why it happened. <laughs> That's it's a, like a Canada problem. <laughs> but there is a reason. But there is a reason why there's only three territories in, instead of four. <laughs> because the world can only have so much of Tim Horton. <laughs> <laughs> it also involves Ew. ownership over Anne of Green Gables. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you say ew to Tim Horton, but nothing about donairs. Okay, I see where we <laughs> Have you eaten Tim Horton's food? I have. I thankfully have not, but my sister has raved about it, and I rave about donairs because that's really amazing. She's not a true Canadian if she actually no. raves about Tim Horton's food. No Canadian <laughs> likes Tim Horton's food. Hot chocolate and coffee and drinks, Ooh. fine, but the food, no. <laughs> See common ground. We find it. <laughs> <laughs> now the war with Canada can cease. <laughs> yeah. Until two weeks later. <laughs> <laughs> when the Starbucks when happens. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you sons of bitches. <laughs> I don't know what you can really add to this movie because it already had enough going for it. Yeah. And for this assassin mm-hmm. to be so worldly and witty, they really just kind of ruled by just oopsie daisies. They just kind of had little oopsie moments where it's like, oh, hey, I know you. You control a ship. Tell me how it runs. Okay, thanks. I'm going to sabotage it and kill you. And then moving on and going, hey, I'm going to set all these animals free because lols. (laughs) But you're stuck on the ship, too. Oh, you're right. Well, I'll shoot things. Bang, bang, bang. (laughs) And, oh, God, even the scene like when Nick Cage is with him and the kid and there's the jaguar. And like, oh, no, the jaguar's going to eat me. Oh, but look, there's a kid here now. So, haha, lols, it's not going to eat me because kids are more delicious looking to jaguars for some reason. <laughs> All the kid had to do was back away slowly. Yeah, yes. but maybe he backed away and, like, lathered himself in some kind of a marinade by accident. <laughs> and the jaguar is just looking at him even more like, pate. oh, my God. And we, yeah, can it's we- like chicken liver pate. Can we talk about why the kid is there in the first place? Like, he was yes. there with his his dad. Like, he was there in the room with his dad. And the the doctor had the walkie-talkie to talk to Nicolas Cage. And the kid leaves to find yes. Nicolas Cage, despite the fact that she had a walkie-talkie. And it's like, my dad is dying. It's like, uh, you could have used the walkie-talkie to tell you that. Yeah, you yes. had to see my face. <laughs> And then later he gets kind of held hostage by uh, <laughs> the character's name is Richard Loeffler, but I want to call him Dick Loeffler. Um, <laughs> Dick Laughter, let's call him that. So he gets held co- uh, hostage by Dick Laughter because uh, everybody else, they're like, oh shit, and they run away, but the kid just stays there. <laughs> yes, exactly. It, thank you, exactly. And he gives him the gun. And then he, yes! the, oh my God, he could have just ran away, honestly. Yes, 
<laughs> no, all you have to do is grab that kid by the hair, and he's like your servant, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's nice. <laughs> I would just like to take this moment to apologize for sexualizing a child. <laughs> oh, <that's good. laughs> Please don't cancel Cage's kiss. <laughs> Too late. It's turning on hashtags now. <laughs> oh my god, look at all those tweets. <laughs> we finally made it, Ma. <laughs> What's that a subpoena? <laughs> yes, we're finally the most hated podcast ever. Subpoena, yeah, <laughs> waiting for a full pina, right? Am I right? <laughs> oh my! Now that no, good lord, good lord. Now that so for all two of you who have, so for the rest of you except two of you who are watching or listening to this episode right now, what happens next? <laughs> <laughs> Anything is possible with the power of imagination. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I had nothing for my segment close off except for a oh, bunch of naked you. animals. <laughs> yeah, there was no sensual tummy rubbing going on, so <laughs> no furries. No. <laughs> No Man, I really wish Adrian could join us for this. Furry tummies of cats. I'm a naughty cat. I'm a naughty cat. <laughs> I got into the catnip. <laughs> so, um, Donnie, did you find any reviews on this? Uh, I plastic? did. And I had to omit one of them because it was uh, six paragraphs. Jesus. (laughs) Well, and what's funny is this thing is like six paragraphs. It's a couple thousand words, but it has like 79 people found this helpful. And I really want to share it. It would take a whole lot of time to share. (laughs) Maybe you could like take a screenshot or something or like make a PDF oh, out of I it. Will. I will for the uh, sure. website. Yeah. Okay. But we do have a few select ones, including one positive one because I felt it was very positive. But first we will have Frank Walsh. Nicholas Cage is a roguish big game hunter who captures wild animals and sells them to zoos. And <clears throat> let's see. I'm sorry. I got cut off here. Oh, and whose stubbly beard looks like it was glued on by coffee grounds. <laughs> so, if you thought this was going to be an adventure movie like the trailer showed you, get that out of your head right now. Mm. Anyway, one happy day, Frank scores big when he comes across a rare white jaguar. Frank books passage on a ship, thanks, taking all of his exotic animals with him only to discover that the military is transporting a top-secret and very dangerous prisoner, Richard Loeffler, Kevin Durand, and it goes without saying that Loeffler gets loose, and so do all of Frank's animals, including the jungle kitty cat. Frankly, I was really hoping for some stupid camp fun with this one. Kind of a snakes on a plane meets the 90s Nick Cage, Jerry Bruckheimer, diehard wannabe genre. But it's remarkably lifeless and only gets more dull as it goes. The 
sexual tension between Cage and Famke Jensen's military doctor (laughs) is more unbelievable than ever than even the terrible CGI Jaguar. And when at the end of the film, she suggests that he is ever in town, they should get together. I couldn't tell whether she was thinking coffee, drinks, or a collagen injection. (laughs) (laughs) And after that, we have... That was the positive one? That was not a positive one. No, I wish it were. (laughs) I'm saving that for last to uplift us if possible. (laughs) I I know why you're here. I know why you're looking at this movie. You're one of those savages that loves seeing Nicolas Cage films where he's at his cagiest, you filthy degenerates. But also so am I. Anyway, feel free to skip this. As expected, Mr. Cage is the single element in this dumpster fire worth seeing. But there are better Nick Cage films out there where he is at his Nicolas Cagiest. Nicolas caging it up like a champ. They obviously wrote this one for Mr. Cage, and he agreed to it. But you can tell just by watching it, he likely doesn't even remember this piece of garbage. If you're not like me and you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch Vampire's Kiss. It's Nicholas Cage. It's Nicholas Cage at his cagiest. But skip this movie; it is horrible. And for our uplifting review, which I really, really love because 35 people found it helpful. It's Nicolas Cage on a boat with a jaguar. If you need more than that, get out of here. <laughs> That's a damn lie. 35 people found that helpful. To okay. avoid this movie. 35 people he- found it helpful to avoid this movie. Yeah. yeah. I, I just... Uh, apparently that's all you need to make an amazing movie, but not. <laughs> <laughs> but not at all. <laughs> yes, but the opposite of that. Oh boy. <laughs> yeah, there were a surprising number of positive reviews, and they all were apologizing for the film while talking about how awesome it is. It was one of those where a lot of them all said, if you turn your brain off, it's an enjoyable movie. If you just eat some popcorn Rise. and enjoy Take the ride. Yes, just hit yourself with a mallet and drop some acid and everything will be just fine. But I did what I did turn my brain off when I watched this a second time. I fell asleep. I almost fell asleep. Yes, you had to slam down your maple syrup and go, hold on a second. <laughs> what what am I watching? <laughs> this isn't maple syrup. This is just regular syrup. What yeah. the hell? <laughs> This is grade B maple syrup. Where's my grade A? <laughs> and then you flip the table. <laughs> Thanksgiving is Thanksgiving is ruined again. <laughs> ruined. Did you guys want to do a sequel return more harder? Um, Adrian I mean, sent one. Yeah, he would be. Have... Yes. You go ahead. I'll go last. I already have one. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I was going to say he would be bemused if we did not. So 
Okay, uh, I'll say I'll say uh, share his. <clears throat> oh God, he Cage made one. Guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <Or> he, <did>. he <laughs> made one and sent it. <clears throat> Cage guy thinks that zoo is going to be a regular zoo and save his rattled soul, but no, <laughs> that shit was a trap. <laughs> primal two, primal scream, in which our great hunter is trapped in a zoo where hunters are in cages and are run by pasty <laughs> people who all look like Richard Lofter. It is your Matt Damon sequel you talked about. <laughs> 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 It's originally from an advanced alien race that has judged mankind and doles out harsh punishments. Can Cage escape and defeat the, these overlords in the name of animal exploitation? Find wow. out this summer. <laughs> Primal scream. <laughs> Donnie, did you have one? Um, somehow, yeah. Um, okay. John Rockchest is an all-American hunter on his way home from a successful hunt in the deadly Australian outback. Catching a ride on the last plane out, there's just one problem. There's a prisoner being flown to Sydney awaiting trial for multiple murders spanning many years along Wolf's Creek. The dangerous living legend Mick Taylor. As if this wasn't enough already, tourist Felicia Hardbody... And her time, her longtime college friend Eric Weakwrist missed their flight, left with little choice but to pay their way onto this new flight. Soon enough, things go badly as the plane is brought down by a screaming engine failure, leaving the group stranded at nightfall in the most dangerous land known to man. They'll have to trust the notorious murderer Mick Taylor to guide them out. <laughs> But Mick is back in his element and looking to carve out a few more tourists. Who will survive and what will be left of them? <laughs> Primal underground. <laughs> Mine, I ripped myself off because, uh, you know, I, I used to have that, that idea for a story called Jimmy D and me where I go from town to yeah. town with a pig saving the world. <laughs> and meeting some uh, lovely townies along the way that teach me a little something about life. But uh, no, this time it's going to be Nick Cage's character, Frank, and the uh, white jaguar. And they go around uh, hitchhiking and putting right what once went wrong. Oh, oh. <laughs> Saving the country one town at a time. Oh, <laughs> what will they learn along the way? Stay tuned to find out. <laughs> oh, dear. Is this cougar leap? <laughs> Jaguar leap. <laughs> but you know, there's got to be a moment where like uh, a cliffhanger, like a literal cliffhanger moment where uh, where Cage is hanging off of the, the edge of a cliff and he's like, please, please, big kitty, help me. And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> he just lifts his leg and starts cleaning himself. <laughs> really? Starts going to town on his asshole. Or, or, or maybe the kitty actually looks at the cage and puts his claws into the cage's head and says, "Hail to the king!" and then lets him go. <laughs> yes, exactly. <Yes. laughs> he pulls a shadow, <laughs> him in the face, going, "I have had enough of 
So the Nicholas Cage, along with his talking parrot, has to go across the jungle and he makes friends along the way because he needs to dethrone the evil white jaguars so he can take his rightful place on the throne. I want to tell you this because you're very scarily close to a real dream I had. And I know it's because I had insomnia the, the past line? two days. No, but hear me out because this is amazing. And it's the only thing that happened in my dream, which I never have to dream again now. I swear to God, this was real. Aladdin, Nick Cage is a genie, singing Prince Ali. <laughs> that is what I dreamed of. Nicholas Cage is genie singing Prince Ali. Not the craziest thing I've heard over the past couple of weeks. No. Thank God. <laughs> oh, so I'm sorry. What what did you have, Kara? Um, I don't have anything as elaborate as you guys um put out, but I actually have a prequel. Like I was hoping we could get like not a prequel, but what ha- happened before the plot of this movie, like Nicolas Cage as an animal hunter, like we get to see him like do various things. And then the plot kicks off where like somebody's like, I need like, here's the thing we are going to, I'm going to, I'm a rich man. I can give you a million dollars just to get this one thing, this one creature, this very elusive creature for a million dollars because I'm rich. And, uh, (laughs) you know, they uh, end up like, you know, Go at Nicholas Cage catches the animal in the fir- in the next like forty five minutes after like a very mer- various mishaps and comedic elements, and then um you know they finally go on like like Nick Cage has to drive all the way back to this rich person's house, and then him and the animal start to like bond together and be like hey you know what I like you I like you back, and then uh, then uh, they're about to like go. Like he's about to like let the jaguar to the rich guy. It's like ah, on second thought, I really like the jaguar. And then Nick Cage just beats the shit out of the rich guy because <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. And so it's gonna be a road trip movie. Nicholas Cage, Animal Hunter, the road trip movie. <laughs> yes. And another and another idea I have is just like keep the movie like I know this is like a face off but this is the comedic element like I have two for who can replace Nick Cage in this movie but in this time it's going to be like a comedic element like uh just keep the whole movie for now keep it as it is but if he were alive instead of Nicolas Cage it could be Steve Irwin <laughs> and Steve yeah. and it would be Steve Irwin trying to take it seriously but every so often he ends up looking at the camera and going all right this is a very dangerous man just sneaking up on every one of the terrorists like all right we're going to sneak up on this man he's got an AK47 very dangerous and everybody's oh, angry and everybody like for a second every time he does this everybody's just looking at each other like what who are you talking to 
<laughs> Who are you talking to? And then the last fight with uh, Durant, like uh, Loeffler, he's actually like again doing it full blast. Like, all right, I'm gonna my fun of my life. I'm gonna get to the big bat here. And the and the bad guy just puts away his gun, goes up to him, starts shaking. Was like, who are you talking to? Nobody's there. <laughs> Nobody's wailing on his face. Like, oh, he's really angry now. Oh, we gotta watch out. <laughs> I just shot him with a tranquilizer. They call him you the did, crazy hunter. You did what? You weren't supposed to hear that. You weren't supposed to hear that, mate. I heard everything. I'm right next to you. I'm grabbing you by the shirt right now, and I'm hearing everything you're saying. What? Are you talking to a camera? What Why are you, you keep doing? Breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> 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 okay, I will buy it only if you bring in Mr. Bean as the head terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Rowan Atkinson's greatest role yet. Instead Whoever of wins, we all lose. <laughs> instead of instead of asking for a coke in jail, he's like, "I'd like Mr. Teddy, please." <laughs> 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 he puts a turkey on his head and starts shooting wildly at everyone. <laughs> oh, and then Steve Irwin is like, oh, we got a wild one here. <laughs> we got a wild one here. <laughs> turkey man fiery dangerous. <laughs> turkey on his head swinging snakes in the air. <laughs> Oh God! Please hire us. <laughs> We're ready to work for you. Netflix. We have ideas. <laughs> you know, I was thinking. I was thinking about that idea when I was at work, and um, in a in a rather sad thing, I'm like, you know, there's a whole generation now that doesn't know who the crocodile hunter is. Yeah. Oh my God, that is sad. I'm like, that is chilling. Sad. That is. Oh. Well, instead, we have the guy who goes around getting stung purposely by the world's <laughs> most feminist things. And, <laughs> like, okay, I guess if that's what get your rocks off. All right. Nicholas Cage? <laughs> In, no, Las <laughs> In Las Vegas? In Las Vegas? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's the show we need. <laughs> Are you Nicholas, Nicholas Cage? Cage. Why are you holding a sign that says you'll pay fifty dollars to kick in the balls? <laughs> okay, I, I'm sorry. I like your movies, but all right. I just want to help you out, guy. <laughs> I, I, I'm sorry. I'm wearing steel-toed boots, sir. <laughs> I'll make it a hundred. I'll make it a hundred for you. <laughs> Here's an extra ten. I really love Gone in sixty seconds. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> so, were you guys able to come up with a face-off? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, kind of. I mean, I I just, I tried to care, and I thought, why not make it a semi-Disney comedy? <laughs> so, Frank Walsh is played by Tim Curry. Dr. Ooh. Ellen Taylor is Diane Lane. And the assassin is Keith Richards because he just <laughs> wonderfully mumbling his way through and needing to be leaning on a stool every scene. 
all, all right, everybody. This guy's very tight. He's mumbling something. I don't know what he's mumbling, and he's leaning, and he has a cigarette in his mouth. I don't know. Maybe we should let this one off. The gun may have real bullets, and he's swaying a lot, so everybody watch out. And who's that person? Who's that animal next to him? He's just shaking his hips. <laughs> he has no spine. <laughs> he seems to be dance- dancing suggestively in front of the tapers. <laughs> Seductively, you mean. <laughs> Oh, of course, Adrian sent a face off as well. Um, We have as Frank Walsh, Humphrey Bogart, as Dr. Ellen Taylor, Catherine Hepburn, uh, Richard Loeffler is played by Edward G. Robinson, uh, John Ringer is Sidney Poitier, and Paul Freed is played by Sid Melton, screenplay by Richard Brooks and Truman Capote, (laughs) directed by John Huston. <laughs> I mean, okay. <laughs> Bravo. Uh, for mine, mine is much more simple. Uh, I had director writer Boz Lerman. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> for Frank, I have uh, this world's sexiest Santa, uh, Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Dr. Ellen is played by Matt Berry. <laughs> oh. Richard Loeffler is played by the lovely goddess Octavia Spencer. And like, I, okay, so so far, I think my cast might be a little too sexy. So I evened it out with uh, Einstein being played by Gilbert Gottfried. I thought you were oh going to say, oh my God, that's what, that's what I got. That's what I got. I got Gilbert Gottfried as well. <laughs> He's the only one who could play Einstein. <laughs> well, I'm gonna have to know. change it. I'm gonna have to change no. it right now. I already, I already have somebody. Oh no! <laughs> All right, who do you have? <laughs> All right, but before that, like, if this movie was directed by uh, Baz Luhrmann, it would have actually been much more enjoyable. Yes. and a lot more lively. A lot yeah. More. Well, we'd probably have Hugh Jackman as Frank, I think. Nicole Kidman as Dr. Ellen. <laughs> oh, so who did you have? All right. So for Nick Cage, I already mentioned Steve Irwin as a joke. But um, seriously, I because of this one line Nicolas Cage meant, is like, be careful with my cat. I actually, honest to God, thought Brandon Fraser. My God. <laughs> Like Brandon Fraser would have been like really good in the Nicolas Cage role because he would have been like a little bit charismatic, a little bit more charismatic. He could be a dick, but he could actually like be funny with the one liners and punch it up a little. Yes. Oh my God. And um, for Femme Jensen, the doctor, I put Mila Djokovic. Yeah. I can mostly, see that. Yeah, mostly due to the fact, like, if you had Mila Djokovic, she could do something. Yeah, yes. kick people in the face. <laughs> exactly. It could be It could be a secret movie that she's the star instead of Nick Cage. 
<laughs> the bad guy sets off the snakes and she like just defeats the snake by kicking it in the face <laughs> the snake comes leaping at her in slow motion and she kicks it in the face you got Marilyn Manson music in the background and Kevin Durant will be played by uh, Jackie Earl Haley Oh god! <laughs> because they look they look see similar. Like I can see yeah. that. Yeah. Like they look similar, especially if you look at him, like Jackie Earl Haley in um, Watchmen. Just blur yeah. your eyes. Like blur your <laughs> eyes, and it's right there. You can see you it. Put a little maple syrup around your eyes. And you just <laughs> <a few times>. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Nova Scotia! We told you you're not allowed to have any maple syrup. <laughs> Now we're going to have to drown you. <laughs> and um, Michael P- Imporioli is in this, and he'd be played by uh, Steve Buscemi. Oh. Oh. And, um, <laughs> and uh, what's this called? Uh, La Monica Garrett, the. Oh, black- yeah. Yeah, he, he was completely useless in this movie, so I just pl- replaced him by a completely useless entertainer. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I'm going to be honest. Whatever LaMonica Garrett came on, I was just like, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally get what you're saying. Uh-huh. 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 <laughs> Wait, what just happened? <laughs> and you'd think he'd be a bigger character, but they killed him off like it was nothing. They yeah, really did, I totally yeah. thought he was going to make it till like he was going to be the last uh, one killed and before the big fight between Cage and the bad guy. But no, 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 apparently not. Yeah. Well, I still like the idea that you're proposing that the doctor lady becomes a survivor and this becomes kind of like an alien remake, but with animals and <laughs> everyone gets killed <laughs> off but her. She's traumatized forever by these animal attacks. Can we add <laughs> Ripley? I mean, not a... Can we yes. add Newt? <laughs> yes. <laughs> they yes. mostly come out at night. Mostly. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> and the kid will be played by Rico Rodriguez. Nice. And his his dad will be played by Carlos Santana. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because why not? <laughs> and um the boy the two boiler guys in the movie will be played by Bubba from Forrest Gump and <laughs> yes. and Kurt Russell. Wow. Yeah, yeah hey. <laughs> and uh, the parrot will be voiced by Mike Patton from Faith No More. Oh my, oh my god. god, yes. <laughs> like, I'm here for that. <laughs> and the director would be, uh, this movie would be directed by John McTiernan. <laughs> the first now time I, I yeah, person. the first time I saw this movie, I was like, where's John McTiernan? He could have made a better directed movie. <laughs> on, on a boat, on a boat, a movie on a boat, he could have made it a lot better. <laughs> yes. <laughs> This is and already I really want that better. version, though. 
Yes. And if we can't have uh, have him as the voice of Einstein, I'd say we should go with Christine from Christine. Uh, Hey, there's a big lady over there. Why would you not want Idris Elba playing Einstein like him in a parrot suit? No. Okay, like no. think Thanksgiving oh, wait, with the turkey suit that the sheriff wore, except it's just <laughs> a feathery suit. If you like did that, you okay, you would have to have like just the bottom of the suit because he has to be shirtless at all times. Well, no, you <laughs> can have him shirtless if you want because he's so damn huge. You can only shoot his feet on the shoulder of Mick Cage. <laughs> All right, this guy, this parrot's very dangerous. Half man, <laughs> half parrot. And everybody's like, what are you talking about? Just a regular parrot. Are you guys serious? He's, yeah. It's clearly a man in a bird suit. Like, <laughs> Look what happens cool. when you pull a gun on him. Like, you took that gun away or I'll put you down. <laughs> See, <there's no> guns. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. All we hear is squack, quack, quack. <laughs> yes, that's it. Every time he talks, like... Wow, that's a squeaky parrot. Squawk and such. Squawk and such. I am so here for it. He's just staring angrily at the top of his fucking parrot costume. Steve Irwin is completely terrified. Like. <laughs> Don't you people hear what he's saying? <laughs> Why doesn't anybody hear them? <laughs> what did he mean by me tonight? Did you all hear that? <laughs> Just Does Netflix, anybody... <laughs> Amazon Prime, come at us. I'm sorry, doesn't anybody see this... This bird holding a pistol I read at me. <laughs> Nobody's seeing this. Nowhere. <laughs> he just shot me in the shoulder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now well, he's rapping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't you guys hear this? <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? Oh God, we're all ascending. <laughs> you are gonna have so many hashtags for this. And it turned out that the Kevin Durant was not the bad guy, but a bird played by a man in a bird costume. Yes, Idris Elba shoots him in the head with his gun. Like, wow, we're so lucky that parrot pecked his head off. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is the best movie we've ever come up with. <laughs> oh, see, I'm so glad we had you on. <laughs> I'm glad to be on. <laughs> we'll share our million dollars with you. <laughs> our a million. <laughs> From the zoo. <laughs> oh, were you guys uh, able to come up with KG Wisdom? <laughs> oh god um is there adrian came up with uh feeding guys to wild animals is not business it's for fun <laughs> yeah, i mean it's not wrong um, i mean I have, suggest- 
I would suggest if you're going to go hunting animals, don't read about real estate and smoke cigars. <laughs> That's how we have fires in the Amazon. I'd like to think that he was snacking on beans. <laughs> I thought it was crickets, honestly. He was just eating some baked beans with his hand. <laughs> yes, he does or he was like being like Winnie the Pooh and just had like a can of honey. No, we oh, go like, with the whole Rorschach thing of him just eating beans out of a can. <laughs> oh, he's like Pooh, all right. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I forgot that scene where he got stuck and had his butt hanging out of the portal. Oh, my God. What if that was the movie? If he was like Winnie the Pooh, but he lost his memory and then he started getting it back and he's like, he has to go rescue all of his animal friends like Rue and Tigger. And this was a story of him catching Tigger. Tigger, um, what did you call me? <laughs> I want to know where my honey is. <laughs> oh no. Oh no. I'm stuck in the tray. This is very dangerous. <laughs> there is a lot of ways that can go. <laughs> I'm all for any of these versions. Um, my wisdom was if you see someone having a seizure, do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> so you have in Nova Scotia. Yeah. <laughs> I'm familiar. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. oh, did you guys have any uh, other wisdom? I have something. Um, after watching this movie twice and nearly falling asleep the second time, I'd still say this is a better boat movie than Speed 2 and Boat Trip. Oh, yeah, Boat Trip. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, boy. Wait, was Boat Trip the one with... Um, oh, Cuba no, Gooding Jr.? Yes, yes, where he's, oh no, he's on a gay cruise. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. You can totally tell when that movie came out with that whole gay panic. 2000s, right. (laughs) Oh no, what's gonna happen? (laughs) Kevin Klein, he's the straightest man in town until he finds a gay man in town. (laughs) <laughs> wait a minute i'm on the wrong boat it's gonna be very dangerous but look at everybody so nice here <laughs> how pleasant how they pleasant all smell so pleasant i love it <laughs> i i love you all except that what's that over there <laughs> and is that is that a person dressed up as a bird <laughs> Are they playing leapfrog on the deck? <laughs> oh my! Oh look, the two boys are wrestling. <laughs> oh, oh boy! I guess this is the time where I say, please listen, follow, rate, and review Cage's Kiss on Apple Podcasts, especially. And over on Podchaser, and check out our stuff on YouTube. Also, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Kiss. 
Uh, we're Donnie and I are going to record the uh, next bonus coming up soon, which is going to feature Samuel L. Jackson uh, for our One Degree of Cage. Uh, remember, you can find Cage's Kiss on Facebook and on Twitter at Cage's Kiss. You can visit our website at cageskiss.com and you can write to us at cageskiss at gmail.com. Check out my other podcast about witches in history and stories of all media, bed knobs, and broom flicks. It's B R O O M F L I C K S. You know, we're good because we got licks in the end. Yeah. Also, check me out as Lila in Dispatches of Disassociation. And as Patrice and Lieutenant Murphy in Coyote's Bluff. Donnie, what you got going on? I also am in Coyote's Bluff, and that's coming out very soon, actually. It has a very awesome little trailer you can find online. I'm Unreal Goals on the Twitter, as well as on YouTube, where I host Wisdom in the Bottle. I swear the third episode is being edited and coming out shortly. I'm also the boy who blew over on Pornhub, which I still really request you people to stop sending friend requests because you don't want to follow me there. You really don't. <laughs> and I'm also Le Coup of Blue on the Twitch, I believe. Otherwise, Nerd. I've got nothing but a whole gallon of sadness that I'm drinking down the black hole that is my life. And Donnie's on uh, Pornhub also as the booty hunter. <laughs> I am, well, I mean, what do you that's mean you have a professional handle? <laughs> what, what do you mean you haven't accepted my friend request? <laughs> because I need to clear my browsing history first. <laughs> Craven, the ass hunter. I'm a little shy, okay? <laughs> it's Pornhub. It's Pornhub. There's nothing to be ashamed of. <laughs> that's what you said you. on your uh, fans only your only fans yeah. <laughs> Our only i'm fans. shy <laughs> you guys want to see my feet oh my gosh oh i i, okay, I, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you want to see me pour hot yogurt on my feet <laughs> <laughs> hot maple syrup over my <laughs> This is what I call my Timmy hole. Oh, good. <laughs> well, at least the end. The episode's almost ending, so please don't change the episode just yet. No, please tell us where the people may find and hear upon you. Uh, they can find me at the Kiara Strings uh, on Twitter, and then the same name on YouTube, uh, Kiara Strings, and I also have a Twitch as the same name as Kiara Strings, and I have a website, www.amandaplease.com. I also have a Pornhub. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding about the website. I'm kidding about the website. <laughs> Honestly, uh, listeners, go go check out the YouTube. It's fucking amazing. It is just brilliant. <laughs> like honestly like yeah i love your youtube channel it's just it's amazing um thank you you'll be here yeah like i yeah, started watching and uh i told the boys about it and i was like oh my god we need kara on <laughs> like we really need kara on <laughs> hanging with the boys Oh, good lord. He's <laughs> calling us the boys. It's only they come to mind. <laughs> so, 
you'll be hearing from us next week when we cover Grand Isle, which you could stream for free on Hoopla or rent in the usual places. (laughs) Hoopla. Hoopla. So until then, you kill my cat, I blow your head off. (laughs) Yeah, until then, we can buddy up for the shuffleboard tournament. (laughs) 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 <laughs> I'm stopping for sanity's sake. Oh, dude, that was so much fun. That was the funnest. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, sorry, Donnie. I had to cough and like clear my throat so many times. I don't know what's going on with me. It's, it's fine. It's fine. It's my Every- sinus shit. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> Everything's under control. Don't worry about the nosebleed. Yeah. Or my teeth falling out. <laughs> That's normal. That's just your sinuses. Or that guy in the parrot suit behind me. Damn it! You told you took me. You joke sniped me. <laughs> <laughs> we need to make a picture now of myself in a suit, <laughs> and we need to tag him in it. <laughs> He'd, pro- he'd probably be on Twitter being like, again? Yeah. <laughs> Stop, please. <Once> <laughs> <is> <laughs> enough. I'm working for, I want to rally for 007, but you keep bringing that one time in college up. <laughs> he could play 007 in a bird suit. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody oh would be terrified. Wasn't there, wasn't there like a uh, uh, Phoenix Wright style game with pigeons, but it was also like a dating app with Whoa. pigeons? Um, I know what you're talking about. I played it. Um, I, yeah, I've I played so many weird ass like things on Steam. Pigeon boyfriend or something like that. Yes. yes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it oh. was funny at first, but then after like 10 minutes or so, you're like, OK, well, novelty wore off. It's not funny anymore. You realize now it's like, just weird. Now you're just thinking <laughs> pigeons. <laughs> Nicholas Cage as a, di- a, pi- a pigeon dater. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more into cool, parrots, cool. but I'm open to pigeons. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> I could eat a page for hours. Please.